This episode is exclusively sponsored by Manifest Commerce, empowering merchants with earth-friendly omnichannel fulfillment. Now, through March 31st, Manifest is offering no-cost onboarding, which is a $1,000 value for modern startup marketing listeners. Simply email nocarbon at manifestcommerce.io and mention the Modern Startup Marketing Podcast. Going back to the organic versus paid, invest in paid early if you have the capital, if you have the budget to you know get a head start on some competition, but also realize that long-term organic is going to be your best play and you have to invest in that early on to develop that content. If you're looking to up your startup marketing game, you're in the right place. This podcast will help you simplify, prioritize, and see big wins from your marketing efforts. Every week, you'll hear from some of the world's best venture-backed startup founders, marketing leaders, and startup experts about marketing, brand, growth, what's working well, challenges, and how crazy and fun marketing can be when you're at a high-growth startup. See ya inside. Welcome, welcome everyone back to the show. Happy to have you back. So I've got with me Mitch Wayner here with me today. He is the co-founder and CMO at Welcome Homes. And I got to tell you, Welcome Homes seems like a really good idea right about now, Werner, and just want to escape the Chicago winter. And we'll talk more about what it is that Welcome Homes has brought to the country, to specific places, parts of the country. But to talk more about Mitch, Mitch, you were prior CMO at Clubhouse, which, by the way, folks should not confuse that with another Clubhouse. Clubhouse renamed to Shortcut. It's a Series B SaaS startup. And CMO and co-founder at DigitalOcean. And you're a Techstars alum. So clearly, you've got a lot under your belt. And so that's why I'm excited to have you. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Perfect. Okay, so Welcome Homes. The reason I'm psyched about Welcome Homes, um, let me tell you a little bit about it before I jump into that. So founded in 2020, 49 people based out of New York and funded seed funding, so 5.4 million so far. And what I love about it is you can basically order, like you could order anything online these days, right? You can. Well, you could, you could also order your dream home if you want. You could build the home that you want where you want for a guaranteed all-in price. And right now, I think you guys are focused in the New York metro area. Is that right? Just like around there. That's correct. But more cities coming soon. And so I love this. I think this is such a great concept. Um, I'm not surprised that somebody decided this is great. This needs to be funded, needs, needs to be built out. So awesome. 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 Okay. So 49 people, that's quite a bunch of people. We'll talk about resources. Let's just jump right in and talk about your marketing plan, your budget, what you're thinking for 2022. It has been the wild, wild west a little bit, right? Since 2020. So you're early stage still, right? How are you splitting your budget? How are you thinking about your budget organic versus the paid side? So I think the first step before you even decide you know, organic versus paid is to understand uh, channel effectiveness and to understand, you know, cost per lead or cost per uh, conversion. So you really need to have a, a good understanding of your attribution and of your conversion tracking. And that will 
you know, inform your channel investments in marketing. So when I think about paid and when I think about organic, you know, the answer is you want to invest in both. You know, for an early stage company, especially, I think, you know, there's, you know, if you take the venture route, you know, there's a reason why the vast majority of budgets and uh, venture capital goes right back into Google and Facebook's pocket. And that's because, you know, they have the uh, largest ad networks on the planet and they have the most eyeballs, right? And the most attention. So, you know, the job of a marketer is to position the business in the right way in front of the right audience and trying to get as many eyeballs as possible. So obviously paid allows you to achieve that much faster because it's more obviously of a switch that you can just flip on. Obviously, there's a lot of work that goes into it from landing page development to campaign development to making sure you have all the right assets and campaign assets. But it's a great way to start to generate some immediate awareness. So, you know, one thing that Welcome Homes has done is we've invested in obviously online channels like social uh, advertising on Instagram, but we've also invested in offline advertising on, you know, uh, the Metro North, local trains, newspapers. And so, you know, we've seen effectiveness both online and offline. It's, it's, again, it, it's just a matter of understanding of where your buyers are. And, you know, 80% of the home buying journey starts with brokers and or, you know, searching online on like one of the MLS sites like Zillow or Trulia. And so we're building out our broker channel to you know, secure more uh, agent relationships and to build out our ability to sell more through the broker channel. That makes sense. Yeah. So let's go a little bit deeper into the channels that you're leaning into and where does your target audience hang out? And you talked about the home buying starts with brokers. There's people are searching online, MLS, Zillow, Trulia. So you're building out that channel. Like, where do you go on social? Which social channels are you, which platforms are you leading into? And why do you start there? Because you can't do all of them, right? So you can't do all of them, right? That's exactly right. I will say though, that like organic channels are important to invest in day one. You know, they pay dividends down the road. So investing in content, like it takes time, right? It's a snowball effect and content compounds. Like, you know, you put out one episode and two episodes and three episodes on your podcast. And all of a sudden your audience starts to grow. And, but you have to start somewhere. You have to start building early on. It's just about putting one foot in front of the other and investing in content early is really important. So before I jump into social, like going back to the organic versus paid, invest in paid early. If you have the capital, if you have the budget to, you know, get a head start on some competition, but also realize that long-term organic is going to be your best play. And you have to invest in that early on to develop that content. So that I just want to make that last point on the organic versus paid uh, question. I love that you emphasize that. That is a gold snippet from this episode. Thank you for emphasizing. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Hopefully I got some more gold snippets. So it's all about adding value back to your audience, right? And you know, your gold snippet is a great example. Like you want to basically figure out and and capture and to give back to your audience as much as you can, your target audience without asking for anything. And that's the best form of marketing, right? 
because if you can continue to give, 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 then once you do ask and once you do go to sell something, you know, you'll have more of an audience, an engaged audience to capture and to convert. So I'm a big believer that the best form of marketing is this give first mentality. That's what Techstars taught us. Uh, we went through the Techstars uh, program. And then I think the other question was related to social. And sorry if I'm jumping around here, but social media as a whole right now is, you know, you, you obviously have the organic versus paid perspective, right? And, you know, paid also, not just like programmatically, you can advertise on Instagram, but you can also pay influencers for sponsored content on TikTok or Instagram or Snapchat. And I think there's a whole channel there to experiment with, obviously, on that front. You know, there's influencers in your industry that have those audiences, those engaged audiences that you can tap into. And then there's obviously the organic side, which I'm always a big believer in more so than any paid activity, investing in, in your organic social strategy of, you know, either partnering with brands and tagging brands and, you know, helping people on social, responding to comments in a thoughtful way, building relationships one-to-one with each person that engages with your post. Those engagements go a long way. And that's how you start to build a community and a following over time. So. Social obviously requires you to also be, you know, to do it right. You have to post a lot of content and it's not just like posting one piece of content a month or one piece of content a week. It's like having reps and sets and constantly posting content on a daily basis, hopefully more than once on a daily basis to, you know, develop, you know, following and to develop an engaged community around your brand. So those would be my, you know, recommendations. If you're, you know, a marketer, a marketing leader, building out the foundation for your startup. Like those are all the things that you want to be thinking about, especially if like you're in more of the consumer space. Social is a, is a necessity and, and it's a must. You know, if you're in the B2B space, it's also a necessity and a must. You just got to know where your audience lives, right? So like LinkedIn, if you're, you know, selling B2B, if, if you're in the B2B space, you have to be on LinkedIn. If you're uh, in the B2B space, you have to be on Twitter. If you're in the B2C space, um, you have to be on Instagram, you have to be on Snapchat, you have to be on TikTok. So you have to understand like where your brand and content works the best. So like for Welcome Homes, as an example, you can probably guess where we perform the best when it relates to social channels. Instagram? Instagram or Twitter, right? If you had a guess between Twitter and Instagram, where would you say we would Welcome Homes would perform the best? Instagram? Instagram by a mile. And, you know, we're building homes. You got to see those homes, right? You got to see those homes. You got to, you know, see the, you know, the, the videos, the pictures. And, you know, it's a very visual and personalized experience buying a home. And, you know, people love home design, you know, architecture. Like there's a lot of, you know, home design fans out there. And they use it for their, you know, inspiration for their own home. So, There's a lot there that you can double down on. But yes, you have to understand where your audience is. And going back to my original point of like measuring and making sure you're, you know, you understand your audience, your buyer, where they're they're spending their time, making sure you have the right tools to measure your channel effectiveness and your performance. All those things have to be in place to then understand how do you balance organic versus paid. Are you experimenting with influencers on social, like social in your industry? Not yet. Okay. But we will at some point. And... 
you know, we're just testing a, you know, a bunch of different things right now at the business, as you should early on. But as you test and as you start to figure out what's working, you know, there, and you see that there's a higher ceiling and a bigger opportunity, that's when you double down. Are you doing paid as well on Instagram and on Twitter or no, not Twitter? So not Twitter, right? Because like Twitter is, you know, geared towards more, I would put it in the camp of like B2B, right? And like you're, you know, you're speaking to like the investor community. Instagram, obviously, you have a wider audience of buyers and people that if they're searching for a home and they see a home ad, you know, there's a likelihood that they'll click on it. Okay. So sounds like Instagram. Yes. You're doing paid. Okay, cool. Why not Facebook? We are doing Facebook. Oh, you're doing Facebook. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're doing Facebook, mostly Instagram. Okay, cool. Makes sense. Great. So you talked about online. It sounds like you're going heavy on the social, which makes sense, but you're also doing offline like Metro North. I used to take the Metro North actually when I lived in Connecticut, traveled into Manhattan. So I know exactly what you're talking about there. That's awesome. Yeah. And so local trains, newspapers, you're doing that offline mixed with online play. What content do you see is resonating with your target audience? Um, You talked about creating value without asking for anything. How are you helping your target get that value? So through content, I mean, we've started to roll out some home value report scores for different towns and neighborhoods. So we would, you know, look at, you know, commute time, home value, appreciation, several factors that basically culminate into a welcome home score. And, you know, putting out reports can help brokers uh, close more deals. It can help customers or buyers make a purchasing decision for their family um, to help inform the purchasing decision. Just gives folks more of a data point for them to make a decision. So, you know, we're giving those reports out for free. We're posting it live on our site that's publicly available on our blog. So those, you know, that's just one small example that we're investing in. There's, you know, other content ideas and strategies around how we give back. And, you know, it's going to start with content to answer your question. You know, it's the best way we can touch as many people as possible in a short time frame. And so given that you guys believe so much in content, and also given that you talked about the organic social strategy has to be about investing in like having reps and sets on a daily basis probably having to do with working out as well. If you want to see results, you got to work out day, you know, daily or every other day. That's right. That's right. So reps and sets. You have to. Yeah, makes sense. What are you thinking about in terms of resources? Are you guys all set? Are you building out certain parts of the marketing team this year? Yeah, so content, social media roles, you know, partnership, brand partnership roles. We're investing in more performance marketing roles, growth marketing. Those are just some examples. Okay. So definitely thinking of building out the team pretty heavily across all of those functions. How big is the marketing team right now? Just a few people right now. Small. You know, we do outsource our PR and communications to an agency. So we have... uh, And they can also help us with some additional you know, marketing activities outside of just PR because they're more of a full functioning, full service agency, but they specialize in PR. So they're there as a partner. Codeword actually is, is our agency and um, they help us obviously generate thought leadership opportunities through different publications. You know, we've built out our thought leadership bench internally. We have Anthony Carino, who was on HGTV on the show Kitchen Cousins, who's 
giving a lot of tips and advice on, you know, whether it's home renovation, design tips, you know, new construction tips, you know, he's there to help reporters kind of create the best story. And obviously, it's an opportunity for us to get our name out the door. Yeah, so that's great. I was going to ask you, like, what are some really cool one or two really good creative marketing ideas that you or the team has come up with lately? And you're mentioning like this, like partnering up with Anthony, right, where it makes sense. He's already got he's an influencer, right? And it makes sense to work with him. Any other ideas that have come up in the past? I guess it's been a year and a half or a little bit more, right? where you've come up with some really cool like creative marketing ideas and maybe had some impact from that. Yeah, just, you know, a couple to mention. So, you know, we uh I mentioned brand partnerships. So, you know, we just launched a uh, a giveaway, a holiday giveaway uh with a few uh brands for an outdoor kitchen and an outdoor backyard oasis. So basically, you know, a fire pit, you know, outdoor furniture, you know, barbecue and grill. And, you know, so basically, you know, partnering with these brands where they obviously share and repost through their own networks is helping to get the word out. And it's also, you know, giving back to the community and offering a free backyard oasis for anyone that, you know, follows and tags the brands and mentions the brands in their, in their social uh, accounts. And uh, basically, we, you know, we're going to be drawing the winner towards the end of this month. And so that's one campaign that is that the team came up with that's very creative. You know, going to the broker channel that I mentioned or the agent channel, you know, we launched a tiered agent program where we engage agents on either, you know, referring clients to us, updating their land uh, MLS listing to a welcome homes listing and updating that on Zillow. Obviously, that drives a lot of organic inbound leads our way. So that was a you know a creative kind of you know new marketing channel sales channel that we've developed. So there's just a couple examples. I mean, at the end of the day, you know it's all about reps and sets, like I said before. And you could come up with these you know cool, fun, innovative ideas, but it's about okay after you found success, how do you do it again? How do you do it better? And how do you build a team to support the ongoing initiative and the channel? And so. You know, one big campaign is great or one big creative idea is great, but, you know, it's about maintaining and uh, continuing to invest and grow that channel. That's the right way to do marketing that business. And, you know, some CEOs don't believe in marketing or some CEOs are more, you know, product focused. I believe Elon Musk is one of those people. You know, he believes in, in just focusing on product and not focusing on marketing. I don't know if Tesla does any marketing technically. Um, I know they invest in... I don't think so. I, I know they invest in some PR and obviously their events are, you know, their marketing, their best marketing channel is like their market, their, their, you know, events where they unveil the new models. So I would say like, you know, while they say they don't do marketing, that is a, that is an amazing marketing event. And Elon obviously does a great job on stage presenting all the new innovations. You know, all of Steve Jobs, right? When he presented the iPhone on stage, it's very similar, you know, but if you actually want to invest in marketing and you want to do it the right way, you have to actually build the team. You actually have to like continue to invest and support, you know, organic channels, pay channels, and you have to understand like what KPIs and what metrics you need to drive to drive, you know, the bottom line uh, for your business and to drive more revenue. What are the top KPIs that you're watching besides sales of these homes? Yeah. 
so SQLs is what we really measure our affected, you know, marketing's effectiveness by. You know, we could just measure at the MQL level, but we get honestly get so many. And, you know, there's a lot of home buyers out there. We want to understand like who are the real buyers, right? Who's actually serious about buying a home? And so we've marked them as a sales qualified lead. We're able to get them on the phone, we're able to talk to them, and we vet them as an SQL. And so we can measure channel effectiveness by SQL. So we're trying to measure deeper, you know, down the funnel. And that's the North Star, I would call it for the team. Okay, so this is interesting because I'm talking to you and you're B2C and you're bringing up terms that are typically brought up by B2B. Can you tell me more? Like, do you think about the home buyer as more of a B2B? If you think about the contract size of a home, right? People are buying homes for, you know, $700,000, million, right? So if you think about like an enterprise contract, which you would consider an enterprise contract, anything above 150000 for, you know, an annual contract, you know, that's like a typical ACV for enterprise on average, like we're well above that. We're at 700, a million. You're basically talking about like an enterprise deal. And when you think about all the steps that and logistics that go into making a deal happen, you know, the person has to visit the land. They have to see the property. They have to make sure they love the area. They have to customize their home, select all the options that they want. We give you the guaranteed all in price at the end. They need financing. They have to go through a lender to get pre-approved. All these steps, right? And it's not an overnight, you know, click and go checkout process. This is like, you know, there's some due diligence, there's research, there's homework on the buyer's end, and it requires, you know, a lot of interaction with the business to get them, you know, across that finish line to make that decision to purchase the home. So that is why we've taken more of kind of a B2B funnel uh, model versus, you know, a typical B2C. Fascinating. Love it. I totally understand why you would do that. All right. So last question for you. What's your number one goal for 2022? If you could share that. Number one goal of 2022 is to be the largest infill builder in the country. The largest infill builder. Yes. What is infill? Infill is basically, you know, taking a land parcel and building new construction, a new home on that vacant land parcel. Makes sense. Thank you for clearing that up. (laughs) Appreciate you, Mitch. Thank you so much for your time. I will definitely be checking back with you on how things are going, but super appreciate you sharing your marketing plan, sharing some of your thoughts around marketing, lots of juicy nuggets, gold nuggets here. And if anybody wants to reach Mitch, you can do so on LinkedIn. He's on LinkedIn, Mitch Wayner. And you can also find out more about Welcome Homes by going to welcomehomes.com and probably would want to check out their Instagram to take a look at what these amazing homes look like. Thank you so much, Mitch. Thank you so much, Anne. Appreciate it. This was great. Thanks for listening to this episode of Modern Startup Marketing. New episodes are dropping weekly, so make sure you're following wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on LinkedIn, search for Anna Furmanov, or go to my website, firmanovmarketing.com. Thanks for listening.